Hello and welcome to my podcast, Just For Today. I am Steph Granger, therapeutic mentor, and I am delighted that you are here. My intention for the Just For Today podcast is to inspire, empower, share my knowledge, tools and techniques, as well as what some may call my wisdom to help you navigate this crazy thing called life. Each episode, I will dig into the lessons I have learned, either through client work or personal experiences, or sometimes both. And most importantly, share tangible tools for you to take away in order for you to truly live in the present just for today. So let's not waste any more time and get into the show. Hello, hello. Welcome back. Lovely to have you join me again for episode three. Who would have thought it? Little old me and episode three. I have to start out by saying how grateful I am to all of you that have embraced and that are listening to my little podcast just for today. It makes me so full of joy that you're here and you're listening to my musings and my thoughts and my experience. Um, It just brings me so much joy. So thank you, thank you, thank you. This week I thought I would discuss something that I engaged in on my Instagram. I regularly post on my Instagram and if you don't follow me, you can find me at I am Steph Granger. And I regularly post polls and stories, just sharing what experiences I've been having or had or things that have been going on with clients, etc. Completely confidentiality, of course, obvs. Um, But one of the things that I recently posted on my Instagram was boundaries. I was talking about boundaries. Not that too distant future, I had a test on my boundaries within my business. And whilst when you're being tested, it can be uncomfortable and not a pleasant experience, shall we say, it does give you the opportunity to reassess. Reassess how you're doing things, reassess your practice, reassess your processes, all of it, which I did. And I went in and reinforced the areas that were a bit flappy in the windage. So I posted on my stories about it and it was so interesting what came as a result because boundaries is something that I discuss with my clients all of the time. Now, I don't know what it's like to be a man, so I'm just generalizing here, but as women, as a woman and somebody that works with women, boundaries is something that we can find potentially tricky whether it's reinforcing them, rebuilding them, or completely constructing them, it can be an uncomfortable experience. So helping my clients to work out, first of all, where their boundaries are, and then putting them in place is an essential part of the work I do. It's also something that I learned through experiences of my own back in the day when I started my business for myself. That's kind of when I became aware of boundaries and the importance of boundaries and upholding them. And I believe that the most important thing, or certainly one of the most important things that we can do, is to learn to create, reinforce, reinstall, or completely build from scratch strong boundaries in all areas of our lives. So I as I said, I posted on um, Instagram, I posted one of those polls um, to those that were listening about boundaries, whether they were had an awareness of their boundaries or no boundaries at all. And what that did was create quite a talking piece in my DMs. So I thought I'm just going to bring it to the table here because um, 
It was a really, one of the conversations in particular was really interesting. So the majority of uh, responses I got was how to even begin to know if you have them. And if you are aware that you need to reinforce them, how do you even go about doing that? And that's quite a big question. But I would say to you, if you're listening and that question resonates with you, look at the area of your life that is being affected by this. So it it could be something as simple as um, I like to have something done in my house in a set way. There's a good reason why I feel that way. And if those around me poo poo that or laugh at that, that kind of feels like um, my boundary being abused. Big word. Not sure if that's the right one. Um, Yes, anyway, we'll stick with that because I can't think of another one. But it feels like my boundaries aren't being respected. There you go. Therefore, I am not being respected. And that makes me feel uncomfortable. How would I communicate that? How would I reinforce that? And it would be learning how to communicate your needs, which leads me beautifully onto the comment that really got me thinking. Now, this was around women and this was around women that don't struggle to speak up for themselves, women that do articulate themselves and express themselves with ease, yet those that are around them don't seem to be able to hear what she's asking for or she's not getting what she needs from the people around her. So the discussion was to how to confidently communicate boundaries as a strong, confident woman, and to be truly heard. So this is a biggie, right? It is a biggie. Um, And actually, I don't think you need to define yourself as a strong, confident woman to be able to relate to this subject, actually. But let me continue. And if you do have any questions, you can DM me. Um, So the conversation carried on around being seen as a strong woman, first and foremost, You know, that could be that you are a wife, a partner, a mother, a daughter, a friend, a business owner, uh, you know, as many as those as you relate to. And why that means first and foremost, that on the surface to those looking in, it can appear that those types of women, I put myself in that bracket as a business owner, as a wife, as a mother, that we have all our shit together. And maybe that we don't experience issues with our boundaries and we don't experience um, emotions to a point and don't show vulnerability. Now, I think this was such an interesting conversation um, that we went to have on because my take on on this was that society, and again, I am making an assumption, I'm making a huge generalisation here, But society assumes that super strong women can meet their own needs and that possibly others, and that could be those that they have around them, can't even reach those expectations or needs. I hope you're keeping up. I hope this is making sense. And maybe as a woman, we also believe that this is going to be, again, so I'm saying this from a place of unconsciousness, that others can't reach us anyway because we have such high demands and we have such high needs. Um, So we just have to figure it all out for ourselves. We just have to, um, yeah, you know, be strong and determined and do it all on our own, blah, blah, blah. You know, let's insert independent woman by destiny's child at this point, because, you know, it's this misconception that 
strong women, um, women that stand out in any area of their life, they've got it all in hand. They don't need anything. Why would they need anything? It could also mean that we don't find it easy to communicate our needs to others in a way that's effective for us. So let me give you a personal example of this. So for many, many years, I struggled to communicate my needs effectively because for so many years I was deemed as a strong person, strong person. Now I am going to prefix here that um, those around me that deemed me to be a strong person did it from a place of love and positive intention. I I can't even remember a time where I wasn't told that I'm strong. Oh, you're so strong. Steph's just so strong, blah, 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 blah. Um, To it got to the point that I couldn't be anything other. And whilst it was being shared with me as a positive, like it's so good, isn't it, to be strong. You know, it's a real positive to be such a strong person. For me, that became a negative because I couldn't be anything other than that. I struggled to cry in public I struggled to say I needed help because I'm strong you know all of those things so it really did take me a long time to be able to break it down to the point where I could communicate my needs effectively and actually see strength in a very very different way I now see strength can be saying I need help as much as I've got this Strength is vulnerability. Now, vulnerability is an interesting word, isn't it? Because to many, that's a negative or it's an uncomfortable feeling of being vulnerable. To me, it's a powerful place to be. But again, it took me a long time to be able to see that and see strength in vulnerability. Because again, these are all uncomfortable feelings, aren't they? They're not these the, the ones that we crave, joy, happiness, excitement, all of those kind of deemed positive emotions, vulnerability can feel raw and exposing and open. But it also shows that we're asking for support, we're asking for help. But many people will assume that I look onto the surface as a strong, confident, powerful woman, that I don't need anything. And I, and I can, you know, fix my own needs and I can, yeah, I've got this. But actually, that isn't the case. And strength, as I say, is in me saying, I need support, I need help, and being able to communicate that really effectively. And this is a key factor in all of this as well, is communicating effectively, because then we look at things like how we communicate and another person's communication model. The words that I use may not be heard in the way that I intend them to be heard. So I could say to somebody something and believe that they understand they may walk away from that conversation hearing something completely different and this is how destructive conflict happens this is how um, the saying lost in translation happens because what one person says another person hears something very different so to be an effective communicator we have to be able to tailor our language to be understood and heard by those or that person that we are communicating with so again when we are making assumptions um about other people it can what what is the saying um assuming makes an ass out of you and me um i think that's the saying 
So, you know, when I went on to learn NLP and learned about communication models and seeing somebody else's map of the world, and I'll talk about more about this in, in another episode, it was a game changer because I was able to, to say, okay, I know what I'm trying to say here. I don't think I'm being heard. Let me try that again in a way that's more effective. And coming back to the, you know, strong, confident woman, we have to ensure that we're being understood. So we have to be asking the questions like, what did you hear to ensure our needs are being met? So I really hope that this is making sense. I really hope that some of these words that I'm using are resonating with you because again, I'm using my words and I'm assuming that you are understanding. So I would love, love, love you to let me know if this is landing well with you. Communication and words are my passion. They really are my passion. Can you tell? Which is why continuing with this podcast was really important to me as well, because using our words powerfully and effectively can be a game changer for somebody. But equally, we can get lost in translation. So these little snippets, these little things that I've learned in the last 12 years, which is around understanding someone else's communication model, understanding what they mean when they use that word and what I hear, and it may not be the same thing. Coming back to you know, look at the word COVID. If we look at that word and think about when we first heard it in March 2000 and well, it was probably January 2020, for some people, they would have reacted quite extremely like, oh my God, this is the worst thing ever. And for others, me included, we're like, oh my God, this is ridiculous. COVID, this, what even is that? Now it has a very different meaning to, I'd say the majority of us one way or another. Again, all different reasons. There are lots of words that we use every day. The word sorry, for some people, it has a real deep meaning and it's very emotional. And when they use the word, they mean it with true power and intention. For others, it's a way of getting out of trouble. Oh, sorry. You know, so if we grow up in an environment where we're learning through language how to apply those words, and if the word sorry is thrown around casually, it could be perceived to have no meaning. Or it could have a whole different way of being interpreted. The same with the word love. If love is a word that was never used in your lifetime, you may not be able to use that word now. You don't understand how to use that word. So we're taught at a very early age, not only words, like how they're written on a page, how we write them ourselves with handwriting. We're also taught with those around us how to use those words and what those the meaning of those words are. So what I would li- like to leave you with today, and I've kind of gone round in a full circle here and to come back to the boundary point, just for today, I'd love you to spend some time thinking about areas of your life where you feel that there may not be a boundary or it's flapping in the wind, or you have solid boundaries and you've learned that through some powerful lessons that you've experienced in your lifetime. Just for today, I'd love you to look at your language and think about the way that you use words and what your intention is behind that word. And have you ever noticed a time where it's been misunderstood and somebody else has assumed you mean something completely different from that? And if you are listening to this and the subject I've been talking about today, which is around strong, confident women communicating effectively and how um, that can be perceived in the greater world as well, I would love to hear your thoughts and opinions on that as well, because these are my words. My words and the way that I interpret things are going to be different to how you do. So I would love to hear from you and how this episode has landed for you. Thank you for being here and listening in. I am so, so grateful for this opportunity to spend time with you. 
I would love to hear from you about topics you would like me to dive into and you can connect with me on the socials at I am Steph Granger. So before you go, let me leave you with this final thought. Just for today, be present in your life. Engage your senses, see what you see, hear what you hear, feel what you feel and really notice what is right in front of you because one thing we truly know to be true is that we only have now. Take care. Until next time.